Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Dr. Samaria M. Covert. I am a licensed therapist of 16 plus years of experience. I'm also a published author. I've written close to 60 books, y'all. I know 60 ain't that a lot. Well, my goal is actually 100 within the next five to 10 years. Uh, and then what else I got? Um, I know I'm an entrepreneur. So uh, I'm on private practice for, you know, for use. Uh, I do a whole bunch of training courses and all kinds of such that bring about healing and lasting change. I use faith-based principles to accomplish that goal as well as my clinical background. Today, we're going to talk about crucial conversations. Hopefully, y'all have had a good Thanksgiving and you're probably around some folks and you probably had some good old-fashioned conversations, okay? I'm going to talk about crucial conversations and the goal is to how, how do you properly vet people uh, so you know who to trust and who not to trust, uh, it's going to be a good one. Not going to be before you long. Uh, famous last words. But I'm going to give you some key points here um, as it relates to our kingdom assignment. You know, when God calls you to a place, a space, a purpose, or even a promise, he has certain people that he has selected that will go that journey with you. Uh, he has um, assigned certain people to your purpose and your destiny and vice versa. You would assign to their purpose and their destiny. And so you want to be able to determine who's who. And what's what? Uh, unfortunately, uh, I have said this in probably a long time. Probably wrote a couple of books about, not books, about a couple of chapters in some of my books about this. You will always find that people who have counterfeit anointing with the counterfeit agenda oftentimes tend to be talkers. <laughs> and uh, and they talk a good game. And so it may be hard if you're not using certain principles to determine who do you trust who has an authentic uh, uh, a motive, who who is really from God versus this counterfeit, um, and, and why why do we need to have this discussion? Okay, so let's talk for a minute. I'm gonna give you some pre, uh some 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 you know some really good uh what do you call it principles <laughs> and then we'll be done for the day we'll be back another day another time another banger so let's talk about this if you look at Ezekiel 33 31 this uh, this is this is a scripture that is infamous and it says uh, god was saying to ezekiel my people honor me with their lips but their hearts are far from me they honor me with their lips uh, but their hearts are far from me we're still going to talk about conversations and it's really important to know that the first type of deception that happened on earth started with conversations okay you it's gonna get good lucifer said to eve initially as you know the scripture did god really say that did god really say that so deception happens through conversation and so we don't want to be deceived by someone with an a hidden agenda so we got to understand what this crucial conversation has to look like and we have to discern if they do what god hold on <laughs> oh so <laughs> i had to read over my notes y'all so so think about this uh, when God said, my people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. If they do that with God, right? Honor honor God with their lips, but their hearts not being far from far from him. What makes us think that people won't do that to us? There are people that will honor you or honor your purpose and honor your assignment and honor you with their lips and where God is taking you. But in still their hearts are not really even for you. We still talk about crucial conversations. Sometimes, right? Watch this, y'all. This is why we got to have this discussion. Sometimes people can have the right conversation or the right words, wrong motive. 
wrong motive. Uh, and I talked to you about uh, 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 different types of spirits that tend to uh, attach themselves to the life of the believer or the Christian or the leader and, uh, and, and, and how they do that through flattery, love bombing, and all those things. Uh, and, and so the right conversation does not mean the right motive. Come on, Samaria, say that again. I said the right conversation does not mean the right motive. See, man looks at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. Okay, come on now. This is good. Good. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna give you some nuggets here. Just because someone says this is what I said. In my, I did a, a teaching a while back, a couple months ago. It was called trust issues, and I said just because someone says that they trust you does not mean you should or should you should or are obligated to trust them. It doesn't mean you have trust issues. And I reference the scripture uh, as found in John 2, 23, uh, John chapter 2, the 23rd verse in New Living Translation. Jesus began to, his fame began to go throughout the, the nation, uh, okay? And the Bible talks about in John chapter 2, the, sorry, the 23rd and 24th verse, verse that they begin to trust Jesus because they saw the miracles that he performed but it also says but Jesus did not trust them because he knew their thoughts or he knew what was in their heart so just because someone says you can trust me does not necessarily mean you can trust them and just because I, just because they say I can trust you or or, or let, me, let me say that or just because you are trustworthy does not mean that trustworthiness is also uh, doesn't mean they are trustworthy does that make sense? So you know the content of your own heart. Doesn't mean someone in your face. You see, understand? So, and so we want to be able to understand how to properly vet people and have these crucial conversations. Uh, because you want to know who's who and who's counterfeit. You want to spend time wasting time with people who are not ordained for your life. You know, I've given my testimony multiple times, so I won't go through it again. How I've had people who 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 said I can trust you, and then betrayed me. I had people who said I can trust you, and then they lied to me and then on me. I've experienced some hurts myself, so I'm not coming hard at anybody. I want you to understand we got to have crucial conversations. I told you in our last teaching that sometimes people are jealous of you, and they try to get next to you, even though they're jealous of you. They see you as the come up. They don't really like you. You you are the come up. So let's talk about point number one. Like I said, it won't be before you long. You will never be able to truly have a crucial conversation. Okay. And discern rightfully if you are not led by the spirit. I got to say, you are never able to have crucial conversations without being led by the spirit. I talked and I did some of the teachers on this, uh, um, I talked about uh, 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 being led by the spirit. I talked about discerning your spirits. Uh, I talked about how the scripture says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Because watch what, watch what the Holy Spirit does. Holy Spirit does, it reveals motives, reveals hidden agendas. It discerns truth from a lie. Uh, the Holy Spirit leads and directs you to what is and what is not the will of God. Okay, discerns who's hearing from God or not. I talked to you in the past about again. I'm not just. I'm not going to regurgitate all of this because this was a lot of information. The difference between mirroring versus observation. A mirroring is a is a demonic agenda, a deceptive person, a, a narcissist type person, rudimentary who has motive, who has hidden agendas or hidden motives. Okay, 
And what they do, the mirror person does, is they they observe you from a distance, whether it be on, on social media or otherwise. And so when you meet the person, let's say you're dating someone or you're just trying to connect with someone, they're going, you start asking questions, right? And this is why you have to have crucial conversations. Y'all asking questions to discern if this person is need to be a part of my life. And they're only regurgitating back to you what they've already studied about you with the intention of dece deceiving you. They don't have a sense of themselves. That's a deceptive spirit versus what I said of the observation spirit. Some people can observe you from a distance. Watch this to determine whether or not you fit into their life. They're not trying to deceive you. They're just observing you. So there's a difference between mirroring and versus observation. But the Holy Spirit helps us to truly discern what's what and who's who. Okay, so let me give you other points of, of crucial conversation. Number two, that you have to, you want to ask open-ended questions, not closed-ended questions, okay? Open-ended questions. So example of an open-ended question versus a closed-ended question. If you say, are you a Christian? That's a yes, that's yes or no. Okay, that's a closed-ended question. A closed-ended question, your person's back into a corner, they can only answer it either one way or the other, okay? Um. And so that would be called a closed-ended conversation, uh, closed-ended question, okay? And of course, if someone is trying to be deceptive, of course, it's, oh, yes, I love the Lord, yes. But a, 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 um, a better example would be you want to use open-ended questions. Open-ended questions give that person space to be able to talk about what they're passionate about. So instead of saying, are you a Christian, yes or no, you should say, what is your relationship with God like? Or what is your relationship with, with Jesus Christ like? They just say, oh, I'll go to church. You see what I'm saying? It gives you more room to discern what's what and who's who. Right? Are you healed? That's either yes or no question. Again, in most people, they're trying to impress you. That's, that's what they're going to say. Oh, yes, God. I am healed. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's a close-ended question. Of course, they're going to say yes. But uh, uh, opening the question may be, tell me what you did to help you heal. You understand what I'm saying? So it gives room for more explanation, right? Other examples that you question, crucial conversations you want to ask someone, what is your purpose? I mean, uh, you know, what's the vision you have for your life? Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? What is your plan? What drives you? What are you passionate about? What are the last five books you've read? It teaches you a lot about someone's character if they can't tell you uh, certain things. I was listening to um, a teaching by Benny Hinn so many years ago, and Benny Hinn said this. Uh, he said, don't ever, and this is not a dating thing, okay? I'm just talking about crucial conversations for anybody. It may sound like, because I talk a lot about relationships, but I'm not talking about the totality of just, you know, spousal relationships. I mean, like relationships in totality, your friends, uh, godly uh, kingdom, family member, things of that nature. Okay. So just so we can clarify on that one. Okay. And so he said, if you don't know your purpose, don't date because when God connects you with people, your kingdom family, your kingdom friends, he's going to connect you based upon purpose. And so if someone does not know their purpose, you have to truly understand uh, uh, that may not necessarily be the connection God has for you as far as partnering. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about it. just because someone knows their purpose does not mean your purposes are aligned. You know, they could be called to Wisconsin and you're called to, I don't know, North Carolina. And you can't make someone that's called to Wisconsin be fit in North Carolina if that's not where they're supposed to be and vice versa. If God has called you to go to, I don't know, Ohio, 
And that's what God's going to bless you with. You cannot find yourself in North Carolina when God ain't tell you to come to North Carolina. He told you to go to Ohio. Okay, so, you know, that's I got ahead of myself here. Okay, I'm going to repeat that, though, because it sounds good, and I'm, I'm following my notes. <laughs> Another thing about crucial conversations, you, your conversation does not always lead, does not always have to be what someone says when they're in front of you. Because remember, the more successful you become, is what I've said, the more successful you become, uh, particularly at platforms, but people see you in a certain way, they're going to try to impress you. It's easy to be super sanctified when you're in the front of the preacher. It's easy to be super successful when you're in front of the, the business owners that you want to impress because you're trying to get their knowledge. It's easy to be uh, it's a shape shift, okay, when you're around someone of importance, okay? But observe from a distance, remember that word, observe is not the same as mirroring, as of how they treat other people. How they treat other people. So sometimes you can avoid uh, pain and shame, all these kind of things, if you just avoid how they treat other people. If you just ask them, if you just observe from a distance, how they treat other people. If they're respectful and kind, and known for that, then you 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 know you may have you may get the green light. However, if you are dealing with someone and they are known to be dishonorable, disrespectful, rude, and uh, and things of that nature to other people, you know at the end of the day, when they're in front of you, they're being kind and sweet and nice. But you know, at some point, you can be next in line uh, to for that miracle because because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you have to be a fruit inspector. Okay, we're still talking about crucial conversation, but there has to be some. Instead of just, you know, you cannot truly get uh, deceived by conversation alone. There's some backstory that you have to do when you're trying to, uh, trying to, uh, to try, to trying to build something, when you're trying to connect with something. So observe not only what they say when in front of you, that's, I mean, you know, you, that's easy. Anybody can, you know, they once they know you, any, I've always said this too. I said, when you meet someone for the first time, you don't meet who they are, that you actually meet their representative because they're really trying to impress you. Oh, sorry, y'all. This is lighting. It's actually weird. I gotta turn it up some. They're trying to impress you. Okay, I've always said that they're trying to impress you. Um, hold on. There we go. Okay, so uh, you you don't meet the person. You meet the representative, the person that they want you to see. Observe someone in different seasons. Okay, you also want to observe observe conversations again. How they talk to other people. Observe their conversations with other people and with you. Are they a gossiper? Are they hyper-focused on what someone else is doing? Are they stuck in the past? When they start, when they when they, they let that guard down, they always talk about uh, 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 something that happened in the past. Is, it, is, it, is their conversation rooted in, in, art, in unforgiveness, resentment, or bitterness? Are they argumentative? Okay. Anyone that's argumentative has a hidden agenda. According to John 4, 1 and 3, John chapter 4, uh, John chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, it says that people who argue have selfish desires that war within them and oftentimes they're covetousness. They don't want to be you, they want your spot. I mean, they don't want the, they don't want to support you, they want to be you. Okay. Do they have a victim mentality? Do they take responsibility or they or or do they have a victim mentality? Is it all I know people are like it is always somebody else's fault. I mean, we got receipts on these folks, we got you recorded, we got we got mad receipts, but it's always shouting somebody else's fault. 
in the conversations you're having, is uh is there is the fruit of the spirit there when you're in their presence? And mind you, the fruit of the spirit is not the same as, as excitement of meeting a new person. The fruit of the spirit is not the same as excitement. What's the fruit of the spirit? Galatians 5, 22 23. And it reads, the fruit of the spirit is joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness. That's the fruit of the spirit. But we confuse excitement. Oh my goodness, I met someone new. I met a good godly business partner. I met a new boo. Oh my God. You know, okay. That's that's excitement. That ain't that ain't the fruit of the spirit. Okay. Um, um you have to observe conversations when when with other people as well. Uh like I said, are they a gossiper? I, I, I true story, y'all. If I have someone that is trying to approach me or guys trying to date me, true story. I've had guys that um once i friend them on once they friend me on social media because i don't really be you know what i'm saying uh i look you up on on on, on social media i really do i observe i'm just trying to tell you i'm not i'm not a mirror i'm an observer and so usually i've had guys and they're subscribed to gossip sites so i know you you automatically automatic no because that's a, because when someone's a gossiper that's a spirit of jealousy that they operate in it's very easy to discern I literally had this one guy. He thought I was um, impressed. Really, he was talking to me, and he wasn't talking to me. But he was always posting stuff about other people. He was talking to me, but you know, he wasn't talking to me about other people. He was trying to be deep. But every time I was talking, he was like, "What these ministers do? These other ministers there, and what people do, and how they doing?" And I was like, and the more he kept talking, I was like, "Nah, bro, you ain't it. You ain't it," because I discerned the spirit of jealousy. Because anyone that's hyper focused on what someone else is doing, what other ministers, and being dishonorable. But you haven't walked in their shoes, or maybe you have, but you see them as your competition. You know, at the end of the day, that person has some issues. Walk away. Don't ignore red flags. Don't ignore them. You know, if you're sitting at, if you're sitting at dinner with someone and they're demeaning to the janitor or the waiter, that's that's a red flag. All right. Remember, when we talk about conversations, what's in someone's heart will always come out. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So within it's, what's in their heart, it's going to speak. What, what someone tries to hide, the Holy Spirit reveals. The scripture that talks about nothing, there's nothing hidden that's not going to be revealed. You also want to ask yourself when someone shows up at your life, what brought them here? Is it false prophetic or is it real prophetic anointing? Uh, if it's real, you'll know it. If it's false, you'll question it. You'll be confused. Jeremiah twenty three the thirty six verse says says that that the false prophets begin to prophesy, and they say that God said to give their own ideas authority. So a lot of people say, "God told me to come into your life. God told me to show up here. God told me you're gonna be my business partner. God said, God said, and God said nothing like that. They had hidden agendas." But they put a God said to give their own ideas authority that God didn't authorize. So just because someone is saying, God said, thus saith the Lord, you're going to be my new person. What did God say to you? Some people lie. Let's talk about dating relationships. I said I talk about the totality of families and things like that. But I want to talk about relationships. Let's let's be clear, uh, brothers, that dating men pursue women. Okay. Uh, uh, men, men pursue women and not the other way around. Men are naturally pursuers and they are naturally hunters. 
if a woman pursues a man, it is usually an indication of not the positive things to come. Nine times out of 10, you're probably a passive man, a spiritual Ahab that you allow that. Um, the other thing is that it's usually a sign of insecurity within a woman. I don't care how confident that woman tends to be because a woman who is confident within herself is not interested in pursuing a man that first does not show interest in her or so, uh, trying to uh, uh, um, pursue a man that is not in, that's, that doesn't see her in that way. So God has to illuminate you the brother illuminate someone to you him but anytime a woman is being pursuing you and particularly really aggressive about that that's a huge sign of insecurity and brokenness it really is i heard bishop rc rc blakes talk real deep on this one it was so good but he said a man is not attracted to another woman with masculine energy so it says a lot about you if you uh entertain that okay for women uh for, for for women when you don't pursue a woman we 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 literally um interpret you as, as being weak and passive aggressive maybe not a good leader i'm just i'm just saying maybe you're ahab like if you i'm telling you my experience as a woman if i had a guy he's sitting there looking at me blinking and sneaking and, and he hey how you doing but he he just comes across as like real ahabish you know that's cute but you know it's, it's an automatic no so a real Proverbs 31 woman does not pursue a man and definitely not an aggressive. It's not aggressive. So again, we talk about conversations. If you're not willing to have a conversation, it's an indication that more than likely uh, you don't know how to uh, govern yourself in, 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 in relationships as it relates to the biblical stance. Again, if you are a new ager, that's probably offensive to you. If you uh, don't believe in gender roles and things like that, that's probably offensive to you. But God has created men to be natural pursuers and hunters. So if he don't pursue you and he don't hunt you, not hunter in a in a in a predatorial way, because I talked about predators in the past. I'm talking about someone who generally wants to approach you. You see what I'm saying? Now there's these brothers out here, they be wanting women to be pursuing them. And what do you bring to the table? It'd be all kind of crazy, but uh-uh. So again, we have to ask ourselves, what is the what is your purpose? And and here's the thing: just because someone has a purpose, some people don't have, don't know what their purpose is. But just because someone it knows that purpose and operating very powerfully and it does not mean that it is in line with yours. Okay. But they do, when someone is purpose driven, they speak very passionately about their purpose, you know, and, and then you can discern or determine, okay, that's great. That's wonderful. I support you with it, but it does not mean that we are supposed to be doing life together because our purposes don't always align. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and the last thing, uh, when it comes to crucial conversations, what did God say? You know, what did God say? Our ultimate crucial conversation must first begin and end with God before your heart is involved because your heart is deceptively wicked. wicked. Once your heart gets involved, you start saying, God said this and God said stuff that God ain't never signed off on. So you have to make sure that you've truly heard from God, but you don't wait to hear from God till you actually your heart is involved and and now you got this great friend, new friend, or you got a new great business partner. Or you, every opportunity is not a God opportunity. Some things are opportunities that will take you away or distract you from the will of God. A new boo or something like that. Uh, you need to have a conversation with God before. Uh, um, it must begin and end with God before your heart is involved. 
Oh, there's so much more that I can say, but just use some discernment. You know, the Bible's in all that ways acknowledge him and he should direct that path. You know, all means all, you know, all is, right? That means all in every way and everything, you know, all. All right. So my Dr. Samaria and Cobra, check me out at www.drsamariacobra.com. You can also go to my website at www.trainingchristianleaders.com if you want to uh, have one of my trainings, okay? And they're really good. And then if you want to do therapy, North Carolina residents only because that's where I'm licensed, okay, darling? www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. We're back in the day. Another time. Another banger. Bye, y'all.